better run. Here they come, they got to blast on us. The black nerds, bloods are rush. I'll turn that podcast up. Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking about everything. From the wonderful nerding world, the reviews they bring. These brilliant blurs give you the word. On the latest movies, animes, video games, and TV series. Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing. Then sit back and relax and listen to We've had football, we've had other stuff going on. Um, it's been a bit mad. Um, um. <laughs> yeah, so um, it's just one of those ones where I've had some time off. I've been in Sheffield, I've been in Worksop. Um, Dal went to like a children's entertainment conference in Sheffield. So uh, to like save money, we went and stayed with my cousin down in Worksop for a couple of days. So I, I got to like babysit my um, niece and nephew. Um, then I came back down on a Friday, had one of my cousin's weddings. Um, well, his, his tribe, so that was pretty entertaining as well. Um, and then this week, what have I been doing this week? I think this week I've been watching some anime. Um, where I want to go through, I've watched quite a few episode ones of this season. Uh, I'm going to save that right till the end. Um, so you can kind of chime in as well in terms of what episodes ones you've seen um mm-hmm. boy i'm gonna start with secret evasion episode three this was a sick episode um yeah the, definitely. So no it's episode three three and four because i think we're actually on three and four uh so episode three was a free piece episode four i'll give that whole chicken uh is my favorite episode so far uh, i really enjoyed um the action elements um the suspense the reveals of certain things like you know how they say that in um the last couple of like marvel movies and stuff yeah they've um been slacking on the cgi like me yeah. personally i was just like whoever done the cgi for this episode deserves a pay raise because i thought the cgi <laughs> was really good well done the transition between um uh, spoilers for secret invasion so if you haven't seen secret invasion stop listening go back and watch secret invasion and then come back um, but I thought the transition between the scroll to Rhodey was fucking sick. I was like, holy mm-hmm. shit, like, like, really cool. And obviously later on, you got to see on the internet, people were like, ah, oh, that's why they changed from um, the guy that says man. Oh, I see, yeah. yeah. They changed from, they changed from <laughs> um, him to Rhodey because yeah. he's always been a scroll. Probably not, but again, it's funny when the fans put out theories like that, do you know what I mean? So that made me quite laugh. Um <clears throat> I, for me, because it's just like a spy thriller, um, I'm really enjoying it. Like, it, it, the, I understand the pacing. I understand what the show's trying to do. Like, it's not trying to reinvent the wheel. It's giving me a very basic spy thriller. And because of that, I'm enjoying it. Do you know what I mean? So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Overall, out of four episodes, it's a free piece. But if episodes four, five, and six are on the same level of quality as episode four then you know there's a it, it can go either way 
Um, what did you think of episode four? So I think I've already stepped to episode three. So is okay. I may, may I may I may mention a spoiler here. So mm-hmm. uh, please forgive me. But the last episode I watched, I think, was episode three. Was when um, you saw um, basically Gravik um, un- un- unaliving uh, Talos okay. and uh, and um, Nick Fury driving off. Basically, that's, that's, that was episode. Is four. that episode three? That's episode four. See? That's episode four. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, that's fine then. So I am up to date. So apologies, apologies for the little spoiler there, people. No, 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 no. that's all good. Um, I said spoilers. Ever, ever since, ever since going on, ever since going on holiday and uh, my work trip is like, <laughs> I think I, I keep thinking I'm missing an episode or something mm. somewhere. So yeah, forgive me. No, um, I I liked the episode because um, I mean that I I really liked the action. Um, also it just showed how sort of like the plans of graphic are coming to fruition because already um he and his group of uh scrolls are behaving or also behaving imitating russians and trying to cause uh obviously the end goal is a nuclear war between um i guess countries with uh with uh nuclear capabilities so the us of course and uh and russia to start with again it's that whole um Russia versus versus the US, um, I, I, I guess competition amongst amongst the countries. So, I think playing heavily into that, um, this is something that is definitely going to start a war because um, you can't have uh, uh, I guess a political figure, especially the, uh, the political head of a country, or the head of a country, um, you know, about to be uh, ended by. Um, by some russians so i thought you could see how chaotic it was going to be as well because of course in between that fight um you also have the scrolls that could change into virtually anyone so at mm-hmm. some point you could have you know a scroll infiltrate like a head a densely populated battlefield and then killing people from the other side of the of the um i guess of the enemy's uh walls barricades what have you so yeah, that, that that was the the biggest takeaway for me uh, for for that. Um, I also enjoyed um, Nick Fury's, uh, I guess, discussion with his um, wife. I can't remember her name. Was Varos? Is that is that her name? I don't know, but that um, that, that was a sick, sick little way of um, doing things. Yeah, because I think before. We were debating whether Nick Fury knew that his wife was a scroll or this, mm-hmm. that, and the other. I said, yeah, he definitely did. Um, I can't remember if you said that well, maybe he didn't or he was fooled. I, or I, I originally was. said that Gravik was Nick Fury's um, child and Nick Fury fucked a scroll. So, like I said, I was half right because and that's, that's Gravik okay. wasn't yeah, his son, half right, but yeah. he was definitely fucking a scroll. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah. I mean, like I said, I I said that uh, Nick knew that um, his wife was definitely a, a, a scroll, mm-hmm. um, but I also liked how she thinks because there was that point there where um, they had obviously guns pointed at each other, mm-hmm. and they just hear a bang going off. So I was like, yeah. okay, who's 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 taking out who? I mean, are we going to see a scroll be Nick uh, be Nick Fury? Oh, I yeah. that I would I wouldn't have liked that if if it was that case that a scroll would be a pretend to be Nick Fury because in the comics Nick Fury is the one who uncovers the scrolls um, mm-hmm. plans um, okay. to obviously you know dominate dominate Earth and basically re- basically replace human humans with scrolls. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so I wouldn't have liked to see that one. But I also like the fact that he kept that that they've kept uh, Varos again. Um, I'll say Nick Fury's wife so that I don't forget yeah, her name yeah. wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was nice to see that she's also still alive. Um, so she may become she may have a significant role um, as yeah, yeah, uh, say maybe like the it. midpoint or towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with, with her with her doing some absolutely crazy stuff to. Uh, um, I guess to aid to aid Nick Fury. So I thought that was really good. Uh, I would have I would have hated to see um, her die. I mean, to be fair, I wouldn't have minded seeing her dead. But I think in the grand scheme of things, it's with with keeping her alive. There's a possibility of her doing a multitude of things to to either aid or um, or um, I guess put Nick's Fury or delay Nick Fury's plans. Basically, I, I think um, with the fact that she didn't shoot him, she's oh. going, if if anything, she's going to help him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly that. Um, because for the most part, she's been living her whole life with Nick Fury, right? Yeah. So she would understand how how Nick works. Um, and again, because because you know she's also been a, uh, she's also a scroll on the cover scroll and all this that and the other. Um, ta- uh, Talos. I know she pronounces Talos. I don't agree with Talos. I say Talos anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. Talos's um, side, you know, helping Nick Fury throughout everything, right? But the, along the way, the bound to be secrets and things that only Nick knows, and also by osmosis, his wife would know. So, mm. again, I'm really happy that I'm, I'm happy that um, they've got a direction of keeping her alive. Um, with the other story, so Gravik having a, an ability, a special ability. Um, I think again earlier, uh, we, uh, I think it was season, uh, sorry, episode one. I think you mentioned that Gravik could be the super scroll. I think yeah. I I said I didn't dis- I didn't agree with you or something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Gravik is going to be the super scroll. Yeah, um, we already also, see that he has uh, an ability that he used. Yeah, we and, and um, that ability was Groot's arm. Yeah. The ability that we saw get exactly was Groot's, yeah. was Groot's arm, and then obviously um, mm. we find out that there's also the potential of another scroll, another super scroll. Yeah, so. yeah. So um, in the comics, what happens is that um, the scrolls, the scientists, basically try to find the thing that grants people powers right mm-hmm. so whether you're a mutant is the x gene whether you are someone like captain america and it's um another gene i don't uh, to quickly go uh go through a, like a brief history of uh, of mutants humans with powers and then um the oh, i guess the eternals and um there's a group that i'm missing i guess it's maybe not maybe the inhumans or something like that i'm i'm blagging on the specific name but essentially um blame the celestials for it um in the comics the celestials created um or messed around with um pre-humans obviously evolving to human beings eventually then you had um humans who were just normal humans they had humans like say captain america um people like um um i guess i guess you could put the winter soldier in there but basically human beings that aren't born with the x gene that have superpowers and stuff like that right or who are a- who are able to gain uh powers 
um i think the century would be one of them someone like someone like um um uh bruce banner is is a prime example of that him not having mutant powers yet he's able to turn to the hulk as yeah. a superpower being um and then you of course have mutants who are born of the x gene so basically the scroll scientists try to find out who's who try to basically slice and splice superpowers so they know how superpowers works they'll give it their superpower they'll give that superpower to a scroll mm -hmm. um the super scroll basically has the culmination um in the comics they had a combination of all for fantastic fours uh, abilities oh, yeah. so the thing human torch <laughs> invisible woman and um um mr fantastic yep. so in this case to go see you see that gravic has got groot's arm yep. which is in a sense, I, you, you, we need to know how he got the arm. Where is Groot, right? It's going to lead up to questions. No, no, so, and for, so, I haven't seen um, Guardians of the Galaxy they, Volume 3 yet, so they, I don't know if anything's happened in that. They mentioned it in Episode 2. So I think they pick up mm. Groot's arm, I want to say from Wakanda. They pick up um, mm. the arm of um, one of Thanos' like, henchmen. And then they mm. also get some DNA material from, uh, I can't remember the third one, but I'm pretty sure they mentioned like three alien races that they'd um, obtain the um, DNA for to create the Super Scrolls. All right then, so that's it. So we're, we're bound to see, again, Graphic, graphic is probably gonna show more powers um, than than just a uh, Groot's one, so. yeah. <clears throat> It's 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 fun times because um, I'm I'm keen to know who is going to defeat Gravik because we I know that it's not just going to be Nick Fury Nick Fury without any powers for example is not mm -hmm. going to beat Gravik like no, that no. Um, guys already tried shooting him several times in this episode in episode four and uh, they didn't stop him uh, whatsoever so we already know that he is un un well by conventional means he you can't kill him yeah. Um, so I guess to say by uh, another superpower ability, um, whether it's ability to to burn or rot um, wood, um, that something you know something that that is um, effective against Groot, we may see that, or we may see I don't know, who knows? Maybe maybe a Miss Marvel showing <laughs> showing up to uh, to save the day or something like that. Yeah, potentially. Um, because of course her story is also linked to uh, to scrolls and everything, so. Um, let's see what happens there. Yeah. But I really enjoyed this episode. I gave it a three piece. Nice. Um, just because, what I also liked is that um, Talos um, was also very protective of his daughter and things like that. Obviously, Gravik pushed him. Mm -hmm. And it was a case where I, I believe a normal Gravik without, without these uh, powers um, would have been defeated by Talos. But of course, um, he has a he has a whole cheat code up his have up his sleeve as, yeah. as uh, you know Groot's uh, powers. So there's that. Um, but yeah, no, really really enjoyable episode. And last I'll say on it is that you can see Nick Nick's um, I guess oh yeah you can see how upset he was that talos died because this is someone you know, even though they've bought heads and stuff like that, this is someone that he truly respects and i think he would have called a friend and to see him not only die as he tried to save the president but also um you know not being able to recover his body um to to give to his daughter or to to whoever else to give a decent a proper decent burial that 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 was also sad um so you could really you could really see nick's nick's um um 
I can't even blag it on the word. I'm I'm tired for America for people. <laughs> um, but you could, you, could, you could just see how upset and how conflicted he was because he knew that the right thing to do would be to get out of the car, try and uh, um, drag Talos's body in, back into the car. But at the same time, his job was to protect the president, right? Yeah. And you can't have the scrolls replace the president. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that 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 too was uh, again it was, it was sad to see, but it, it played out really well for me. Yeah, that's that's it. That's it for me. <laughs> No, excellent, excellent, excellent. Um, yeah, I can't wait to, you know, for the fast, last two episodes, and um, you know, see what whether it it heightens what we expect or whether you know it just kind of carries on with in the same vein. Like, I I, yeah. I want to give it a whole chicken. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm enjoying mm. it that much that that's kind of where I would want to go. It, it it wasn't the case initially, but I'm enjoying it now. Do you know what I mean? And I think yeah. that's also sometimes the drawback of doing stuff week to week. Like I think if I could have binged this, I think the first two episodes was a little bit slower. I'd have got yeah. through them, and then by now we'll, we'll get to three or four, and then it's just ramping up, ramping up, ramping up. Um. Mm. So yeah, we'll see what happens. All right. Now the film that I really wanted you to see, but you didn't get to. Um, so hopefully you get to see it at some point is Nimona so Nimona is a computer animated science fantasy action comedy film directed by Nick Bruno and Troy Quayne from a screenplay by Robert L. Baird and Lloyd wait Taylor. hang on a sec I think I have seen this one okay. Nimona is this the one with the the shapeshifting monster yeah, yeah, I have seen okay, it then. Perfect. I have seen it. Perfect. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, <laughs> uh, it is based on a 2015 graphic novel of the same name by N.D. Stevens, set in a sci fi fantasy world influenced by the Middle Ages. The film actually has a very stacked cast. It features uh, Chloe Grace uh, Moretz. Um, she's um, Hit Girl um, as a titular character, Riz Ahmed as uh, the knight. Uh, with Eugene Lee Yang, uh, Francis Conray uh, in supporting roles. Now, this film was originally done by um, Blue Sky Studios, and it was set to be direct, um, yeah. directed by Patrick Osborne with an initial release date of 2020. But during... When Walt Disney bought the company, they delayed the, product, the, the project a couple of times because they were fearful that... Um, the LGBT the LGBTQ themes around this movie wouldn't lead it to be successful. Now, mm. you know that I'm, I'm I wouldn't say I'm anti yeah, but I'm not exactly like the biggest support of the LGBTQ community. Yeah. I, I I let them do what they do in it. Like they can do what they do, and I do what I do. Uh, I generally sometimes feel like you know sometimes that like certain agendas are a little bit forced into the media content that I'm 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 digesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as a non a non member of the LGBTQ community, I in a sense don't have the right to say how their story should be told. So you know anyone that's listening take that with a pinch of a pinch of salt. Cause however I think Namona did it perfectly. Like, it wasn't mm-hmm. in your face. It wasn't, you know, look at us. We're gay. Like, it, it wasn't forced. It was it was, a, it was a genuine relationship. It was like, obviously, it's not a love story because, like, 
the it's that's like the 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 C story. That's not even like the B story. That's like the C story. But mm-hmm. like it's there in the background and that feeling of love, doing something new. Like for me, the fact that Disney thought that that would be a problem, I'm quite sure because it 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 was done so well. Do you know what I mean? The movie was yeah. fantastic. Um, it for me, it gets a whole chicken. Um, it was fun. It was funny. Um, you know the the bit where she turns into a whale and then she fall they fall down all those flights of um, <laughs> um, levels of the building. Um, yeah. Her saying that you know I'm gonna be your your evil sidekick and you know we're gonna be evil villains and she's like let's kill everybody and I'm just like for fuck's sake like you're meant to be the good characters and you're like literally like wanting to kill everybody and anybody. Um, mm. I I had a lot of fun of it. I I banged it out. You know obviously in movies Jerry bang out but. Like I watched it and I was just I just I was just by the end of it mm-hmm. it was emotional at the end and the message around her being constantly treated as a monster, even though when they revealed the like the true story, that's not what happened. And yeah. um, that you know, I, I, I got quite emotional and sad about that. Cause, I, Cause you grew to love her character, do you know what I mean? You grew to like really mm-hmm. you know enjoy her and also enjoy the guy's character and you want him to be found not guilty and um when you find out the like true revelation of how things went down it's a bit of a tug on the heartstrings and also the, like yeah. the, the world that they created was pretty cool as well it was a mix of medieval but then still like almost like cyberpunk um as well but yeah whole chicken what did you rate this movie i think i'll give it a three piece. Okay. Um, I mean, I the only a few. That, I mean, I mean, I'm, I, when I give out whole chickens, it's, it's very rare that I give out whole chickens, mm-hmm. and this one is definitely worthy of a whole chicken. But I, I, it's not to say anything missing from it. But I feel like it's for me, anyways. It's, it's a it's a three piece. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I liked like you. Um, I'm someone who um, you know leans more in support of the LGBTQ plus community than you do. I'd say. Mm. Um, um, not that you don't, but again, that's that's a conversation. But I think for 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 I support them in different ways. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um. So for me, Disney not doing this, um, or being scared to do this basically shows me that um, although it tries, although Disney tried to be as um, liberal as possible, you could tell that. In the background, the, there are conversations surrounding how to, um, I guess, market or even um, sell a product. In this case, Nimona, mm-hmm. um, knowing the themes of the LGBTQ plus community um, or other things that will, would affect the LGBTQ plus community. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for one, like you, think that everything should be should feel natural. So when it, even when it comes to um, black characters appearing in films and other yeah, media yeah it's not the case it's not the fact that you just drop uh, or even i'll say if you're a person of color you don't just drop a person of color into it their their, their presence in the story needs to have a context behind it whether mm-hmm. it's a place that's um that's got a lot of mixed people in it so you have obviously uh, uh black white asian characters in there um or you have um in this case, a relationship. How do, how does that relationship come through? Um, 
this one I thought was, was subtle in a way that you'd expect for even heterosexual uh, couples to behave, do you know what I mean? So the hand-holding, um, head on the shoulder of your partner, that kind of thing. Yep, yep. And it, it felt it felt natural to me, do you know what I mean? It was a case of, um, of people say that we are, we are in a gay relationship, that kind of thing. But you could tell by the body language and by how uh, the two characters were close to each other. Um, so in this case it was Ballister, uh, Ballister Boldheart, and I think it's Ambrosius Goldenline. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was Goldenline anyway. Um, that that the 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 two relationships it just felt natural to me. Yeah. Um, so I don't know why Disney were were afraid to uh, to even show this because the most I mean because the story isn't based on the relationship between the two characters right it's based on the relationship between um, Nimona and uh, Bannister so that his him being gay all that stuff that 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 takes like a circuitry even tertiary um, um, I guess. It, it, it's not as important as as um, Nimona and, and his his relationship with with her. Yeah. Um, of course, it, uh, during during the during the film, it, you see that Ambrosius too is conflicted because obviously that's that's um, that's his 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 lover, his partner. Mm-hmm. So him have to bring in his partner for a crime that he may or may not have committed. That too is something that play that weighs on on. Um, on Ambrosius's heart, um, I, I like Nimona as a character because she was portrayed as a, a villain to begin with. I, again, from the story that we're told, uh, we wouldn't have known that she was a villain until everything came full circle, where it was revealed that actually the way the city was founded was actually because Nimona had met with the founder of the um, of the, Village. I guess that that, that civilization, yeah. and then. She she firstly they, they they played they got along really well but then the, the adults because they were afraid um, ostracized her and because of those you know dark feelings and all that stuff she then became a monster yeah. uh, sent out to destroy to set out to destroy the the village um, so in a way I think this tells more of acceptance <laughs> rather than um, anything else because um, this film talks about. Um, firstly, um, cl- the class system. So, if you are noble, because the story goes that um, the the descendants of the soldiers that fought against the monster in the first place, they became nobles, yeah. and every noble um, is able to be granted the, p- the opportunity of being a knight mm-hmm. of um, of the of the of the land of that civilization. Mm-hmm. Whereas, if you are someone who is common born. You can't. You, you can't are. You, you you basically can't. There's a roadblock there. Yeah. So you had the queen, Queen uh, Valorin, who actually said, "You know, we see that there's something inside you, um, Ballister," and Ballister became a knight. Even though it was momentarily, he he still became he still became a knight. Um, so I think that was that's an important thing to begin with because um, I think even in today's uh, even even today's day and age, right, there is definitely a class system wherever you go, and it's often the case that people who have family names recognized around the world or around their 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 location um they have there's a certain expectation for them just because they carry that family name yeah. compared to someone who um is again low-born commoner one of the cases um prime example is the royal family mm-hmm. do you know what i mean every time you hear the royal family's name or something like that 
also as a descendant of the royal family, there's always a certain, um, um, or if or if you're the 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 I guess was it the child of a lord or a lady or, or a baron and that kind of thing. Um, if anyone anyone that's for America, yes, we still have this very archaic <laughs> system. Um, it's it's people have a certain level of respect for you just yeah. based on that alone even the way you speak people have a certain expectation of you and if you are someone who is a commoner or lowborn doesn't have some sort of status it's it you could you could definitely see that there's this there's this uh class system um, there so it, it was portrayed wonderfully in yes. in this 100%. um I, I I mean if if anyone I the I could actually I actually liken it to um, the nobles that you see in black in the Black Clover anime they are exactly the same. Um, Asta is someone who is an orphan doesn't have any powers um, and is not from any sort of nobility. Mm -hmm. So people immediately are very biased towards him. Yet when you look at someone like um, um, insert any other person <laughs> besides obviously the captain of uh, of uh, the Black Bulls they are all nobles and things like that as well so again it's a hierarchy there they're treated very very well compared to Ast compared to asta who is mm -hmm. again just an orphan um so that that that's so that's that sort of like illustrates my point there um and then in within that class system you have people who say that regardless of your social status whatever the case is you are born the way you were, you are born and because I don't like the status quo or the book to be rocked, I'm going to do everything in my power to ensure that you will be the first and last person of a lowborn class to do that. And we saw that in um, uh, in the is it the director? I think I think she's called the director. Yeah. Um, where she basically because set them up to yeah, make sure that they wouldn't have more people think that they can become knights and of from not being no noble. Exactly that. So. It goes to show you that, I'd, and could I say that she had the best intentions? I don't know because uh, nah, because she ended up doing some really fucked up things. Like she was she, uh, exactly. she, she was gonna destroy half the town just to get the monster. Even though by this point we had established that the monster wasn't a monster and was actually a creature that was just heavily misunderstood. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she was also willing to wipe out not just uh yeah like i said she was willing to wipe out um half half of the of the civilization half of the village um to 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 do so um so i think i think that too that too was interesting um maybe, maybe interesting is not the right word i think that too was uh, a good thing that came through because in a society you have no matter what you try to do you cannot change people's opinions people will still be afraid of you for whatever reason mm -hmm. people will still try to ostracize you even though you've shown them nothing but the best of yourself um so i i, I like that aspect of that too um so you know it's more there's, there's the class aspect of it there's pe there are people who are generally afraid of change um but at the same time it's also encouraging because if Ballister is someone who's lowborn, indeed he's lowborn, I'll say a commoner, mm -hmm. um, being able to rise up the ranks, I think for me, that's one of the most patriotic things you can do, right? Because yeah. um, if you are someone who, you know, it's always, it's always like because you're a noble, you are expected to do great things, right? And maybe that too in itself has, has, its, um, has its pressures, right? But 
either way, people think highly of you. People think that you know um, you can you can you can be forgiven for certain actions. Is that the other? If you're a commoner, it's pretty much the case that that doesn't happen. But there are commoners out there. Um, or in this case, I'll compare it to real to to the real world where you have um, people who are born from. Um, from nothing, that but you know, just but but the name. So, you can look at Steve Jobs, who um, who is you know, um, his father was an immigrant um, going to the US. You have people like um, Sir Alan Sugar, for example, in the UK. He he um, grew up in a working class back uh, family. He is now one of the most um, financially successful people in the world. Yeah. Richard Branson is the same. Um, so as in not having some sort of formal education either yet still become successful again i'm not going to talk about the nuances of any of these people's um success and wealth and whatever the case is but these are people who are not born from being a lord descendants of a lord or a baron or someone who is in line for the throne or that kind of thing so um uh, for me, that's patriotic because you still have love for your country, even though you're not born as you know as as, a, as a, in, into a higher class. I think so. Again, there's many things to take away from this film rather than just the LGBTQ plus yes. um, aspect to it, right? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Long story short, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, there was um, a lot so more it, deeper meaning. Yeah, exactly. So anyone watching this, right? I understand that, especially if you're from the LGBTQ plus community, who thinks that Disney didn't do the right thing. I don't think they did the right thing in um, in not showing this or not or being afraid to release this sooner. Mm. However, people who are a bit skeptical of you know the the themes that come through this, just to let you know that there's a lot of other meanings in it besides the LGBTQ plus thing. And even if that's the case, we're living in a world now where people um, are of either same sex or what have you are yeah. in relationships and something that people have just going to have to get used to um, but it's but it's done is this is done in a in a in a, in a nice way yeah. that doesn't doesn't you know put everything in the face i think subtlety is always the best in yeah. this kind of thing yeah 100 percent, 100 100 percent. all right next up um i am going to talk about oh Alright, so I went and watched uh, Ruby Gillen, the Teenage Kraken with my niece and nephews. Um, oh, how was that? So, you know what, yeah? Kids kids are weird, isn't it? Yeah, because like <laughs> for me watching them, yeah, they didn't look like they were enjoying it. Do you know oh, what I mean? Really? Okay. Like, they were like, obviously one's three, I think the uh, my nephew's, I think seven. Yeah. So obviously I'm I'm gonna be more like kind of gauging his reactions, yeah, to the movie because he's actually gonna be kind of paying attention than the three year old, yeah. Mm. But he just looked bored, and then when I came to the end of it, he was just like, "Oh no, I, I really enjoyed it." And I was like, "Hmm, is that <laughs> so? Um, is that so?" For me, I felt it was a half chicken. I didn't think it was great. Um, it was da, 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 one of DreamWorks's weaker movies. Um, but one thing that I thought was really cool, yeah, you know how like um, Marvel does the, um, it, you know, in the, like the opening crew where they show all like the Marvel movies and they use that because before it used to be the comics, in it, and then now yeah. they use the movies to like, um, what's the word? Where it like shows in the word in the Marvel lettering. 
So mm-hmm. DreamWorks now have their opening, their, uh, 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 like the DreamWorks Cinematic Universe opening, which is which was pretty cool. Um, yeah, that is pretty cool. So yeah, so that was, that was cool. But yeah, no, nah, the, the movie was just okay. It was, it was a half chicken. You know, obviously, if your kids need something to watch, if it's still in cinema, you can take them to see this. Um, but I would highly recommend um, just staying at home, sticking on Netflix and watching... Uh, Nimona. Um, mm. All right. I, not 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 Nimona. You mean Kraken? No, I'm saying I instead of watching Kraken. Oh right, you would have watched Nimona. Yeah. Oh, so instead of going okay, out cool. with the kids to watch Kraken, just stay at home, stick on Netflix, and watch Nimona. Nimona. You save. Okay, you cool. save. You save money, and you're you're gonna have a much better film. But in saying that, yeah, let me just kind of keep this all together. Yeah, going from Nimona to Kraken. Elemental is a whole chicken. That movie is a must watch. It is okay. it is fun. It is beautifully animated. Um it is a alright. Not necessarily spoilers, yeah. But if you how do I put this? I knew going in to enter Elemental that it was a What's the word when it's um like a replacement for another word? Oh, what's the fuck? What's, why am I? Why am I not being able to English right now? A uh, uh, simile. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah. So so basically, the the fire girl Ember, yeah, yeah. Her and her family symbolize like um. Pakistan. Oh, do you mean metaphor? Metaphor. Oh, mean- metaphor. Thank you. Oh my god. Um. Her family symbolized almost in a sense the American dream, um, the like Pakistanis and Asians or whatever going to America, you know, not understanding mm. the language, you know, being shunned, being racially abused. But, you know, they, I don't know, start their own grocery store, then, you know, build a community in and around them and then get really successful. Um, the dad wants to pass on the grocery store to his daughter, but deep down the door doesn't want to be um passed onto the grocery store because she mm. deep down kind of wants to like you know be westernized do you know what i mean yeah and then you've got the guy yeah he's basically represents um the director's partner because obviously he's like not he didn't marry whoever was traditionally expected of whatever his race was to marry and how like mm. there's almost in a sense social awkward not social awkwardness um social miscues from like two cultures clashing okay so you know like obviously i'm happily married to Dell, but there there was a brief period of my time i i dated a white girl and i brought her home to my mom's house and that was a very <laughs> very awkward situation because back then my mom was That's very funny. my mom was very adamant that I would be marrying a Ghanaian and for my <laughs> you first, must marry a Ghanaian <laughs> exactly so um, yeah I, like you know if you've been in those social situations you you understand the true depths of the movie do you know what I mean and mm-hmm. even if you have never you know dated outside your culture seeing other movies where they talk about how different it can be to date outside your culture because even mm. like 
dating uh, I say dating being married to Del like I'm Ghanaian and she's Jamaican like there's different cultural um, elements there yeah, that sometimes mm-hmm. we still or we go certain places like it's like oh you guys do this one way and well here in my culture we do things this way and obviously yeah. with it being actually fire and water it proper showed the like clash of cultures because obviously they, they, they in a sense don't go in it um mm. but ah uh, it is it is a it's it's a musty movie it's fantastic right. it's funny uh i don't remember it being too long um it's it, and do you know what it is yeah? because it's like almost in a sense a rom-com mm. it's a perfect date movie the, the, i would even say this is a negative yeah i don't think this movie's aimed for is, is was made for kids like the messaging mm. and everything like don't get it wrong like i the, the, there were some kids in my in my screen they laughed at a couple of the jokes here yeah. but there was a lot yeah. of jokes and I think the the true story of the movie went over their heads in my opinion that they, they were they were they would have been too young to understand the the racial significance in a sense of the movie and, yeah um, yeah hey. oh, it's a must watch man like I Hi, you know what? Not, not even just because obviously you're dating someone that's not gone in yeah, but like, I think you would, you two would appreciate that other people in the past have gone through your struggle on certain things, and is now, in a sense, in a kids animated movie. Mm. But it, it it it's funny, and like I said, the deeper meanings made it absolutely amazing for myself, and so that gets a whole chicken. Um. Mm, all right were you able to watch extraction one and two i've seen the first extraction i've seen the second so one i've seen the second one all right well i'm just gonna talk about it now um i'm just all gonna right. say extraction two i didn't write any notes for it i just put extraction two um got a free piece of me um i look forward to them doing some more and that's pretty much as simple as that um kizamoto generation fire on disney plus I've only watched two episodes of it. I've watched The Herder Boy, which uh, in my notes I put out the animation looks pretty clean. The fight scene was decent, and I give that a free piece. And then Mukuzi, The Spirit Racer, and I put in brackets, this was a Zulu story. That was a fun little story as well. Um, again, that's a free piece. I've only watched those two. Um, yeah. How many have you seen? I haven't seen any of them yet. Okay, um, I don't I, think I have then I will save that for next week and we will review that properly next week. Okay. Excellent. Um, Uku, the Inner Chambers. Did you watch that? Ah, uh, the Uku. Yes, yes, Uku. I did. H- how would you say it? I pronounce it Uku. Uku and Inner Chambers. Yeah. All right. Um, do you know what? This, in a sense, isn't an anime I would normally watch. Like it's not mm-hmm. it's not um a shonen, it's not got a lot of action. Like I think this would be considered a senin. Senin, senin, yeah. Senin, um, yeah. Which is what um, oh, what's it? Female senin is like it's it's like um. So you have shonen, which is um, for, young, for boys. young boys, and then you have senin, which is for I guess teenagers, adolescents. So that's that's the um the difference. Uh, I guess that's the characterization of them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
So yeah. so you can tell it's got it's old. If it has an older feel to it, the yes. themes that are there and everything, it's for an, a, a much older audience than say someone who likes watching Naruto, Bleach, One Piece, um, uh, what's it called, My Hero Academia, for example. That's shown in. Um, yeah, this is definitely seen in. Yes, um, I give this a very solid three piece. You know, I had a lot of mm. fun, like I say fun, but like there's obviously some dark themes. So um, this is similar. I guess to is it why the last man where basically all the yes. men, all the men have been like killed off by like a, a random disease so yeah in this very similar um there's a is it a red pepper disease or hot there's like a red disease it's like um it's like the what what what, what pox was it called um it was um it was, it was like chicken pox but it wasn't yeah, there was a pox before that. So there's chicken pox. There's another one that was uh, super contagious. I think it was, maybe it was called red pox or something. Yeah. Maybe so this is like. Um, so I think this was more like the. Um, is it red? Smallpox. Sorry, smallpox. Okay. Smallpox. So this is more like um, like the red smallpox or whatever have you, um, which only affected men mm. um, between between ages of. Basically, from when you're a newborn to when you're in your um, mid thirties, um, obviously the older you are, the less likely you are to catch it. But it's still a deadly disease to men once once yeah. caught, or to males once caught. And so it kind of went through the Jap- Japanese feudal time and how they went around changing their culture that women ended up being the ones that worked um, the fields. They adapted their technology to make it easy for women to work. Um, mm. Men were, you know, kept at home so that they, you know, were less likely to catch the disease. And um, in a sense, some became very lazy and very like, um, not soft, but like pampered. Yeah. And 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 literally, men were just used as breeding tools. Um, and in the uku it was a castle where they had like 40 of the most like handsome men in all of Japan and their job was basically to get the shogunate pregnant and to, for her to try and get a, a successor mm-hmm. um, yeah man I give of it a free course, piece man. <laughs> I, give, I give it a free piece uh, what would you rate this I give it a three piece as well yes. um, I liked how so when it first started right this actually um, it didn't shock me, but I thought it was slightly different from um, other things I've seen. Um, this one started off as the new... Um, we have the new um, Shogun. Mm-hmm. Um, again, female, who realized that there were all these um, rules and things, but then was curious as to who put them in place. Yeah. For example, you had... A lot of women who carried men's names within the within the uh, shogunate, um, then the uh, men of the coup had female names, so they had their own names that they were born with. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to that, they were given a second name that was female. So basically, it's a role reversal of what we currently have um, in in the world or in patriarchy. Yeah. Um, even though even though it's now a matriarchy in inverted commerce, there's still a lot of patriarchal concepts to it. For example, um, I mean, for example, the names. But in addition to the names, um, the whole point of the shogunate was to was or shogun was to produce a male heir, 
right? Mm-hmm. Not a female one, even though it was the females that were taking on the names of the of the of the males in order to um, uh, basically continue the continue the, um, the lineage. But the, yeah, and and the facade that it was still it was still a man a man in charge of um, of Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how the first episode. Too. I think maybe the first uh, second episode started, but then it sort of went back in time to how things were explaining all these um, events and things that happened which created what Oku is um, in episodes one and two yeah. um, so you watch so you watch the rest of the series and it's literally giving you that history giving you the backstory behind it um, and then I mean, I th- it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't go back to current times. It's, it sort of stops at, uh, at where, at, you know, still in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least you build your understanding of why it is that Oku operates the way it does, right? And how certain things that were that were raised um, in that in the spur of the moments became more um, ingrained later on in the in the Oku. Um, so yeah, def- definitely a three piece. I really enjoyed it. It's again, it's different because. Um, the fact that no, like you said, the fact that they were producing technology um, to make it easier for women to till fields and this, that, and the other makes you actually wonder: um, in the real world, what would have happened if it was women that were working? Right. So, of course, um, I guess it goes without saying that men, on in general, are stronger than women. Mm-hmm. So, the technology that you that would have been created to compensate for that would have been different i believe would have been different do you know what i mean yeah um i mean of course of course it goes out it also goes out saying that when it comes to things like farming um throughout the years pe- people in general or humanity in general has made it easier for ourselves to to um to till the farm so we used to use animals to do that we then created tractors that then did that we ended up creating uh crop crop is it crop cutters or whatever they're called the was, huge machines crop dusters but i'm that's, oh, crop that's, 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 yeah that's, that's not right i don't think that's right but all right but you know huge huge machines that are able to um um who are, that are able to cut crops like wheat and stuff like that super quickly super efficiently um you know so reducing the need for many people to to um you know go to the fields and then uh, work the fields that way um so of course it goes without saying that technology has improved to help farmers but at the same time it's just interesting seeing just how women would have gone about doing things differently um those machines that helped them to those machine i can't I forget what the machine actually was but again it was one that that would help um women i think oh it was the full rice also rice oh um, yeah, she, yeah. A, a machine was created to help them um you know break apart the rice in um or in like i guess the rice plants right mm-hmm. um break break them out break them down by grain rather than using a comb that they used to have so um that's something that that is different um but I really enjoyed it because there was no real villain in the story. It was more a case of trying to understand everyone's stances. Yeah. Um, you had a woman who was very high. In fact, the Shogunate's mother was the one that sort of started Oku and everything like that. Um, you know, tried to find, ever since the death of her of her son, trying to find not only a, a, an heir to the throne or a successor, but also um, tried to put things in place which would again force her daughter-in-law to who who was then pretended to be a shogun mm-hmm. to then 
have kids and a whole bunch of parents and I felt so I really felt sorry for the shogun because at that time it always felt like you're a queen uh, a queen bee or or, yeah. or an ant queen or do you know what I mean your sole purpose is just to just to have birth so that you, you so, so that you can have an I, heir and that that and not, like not even the fact that okay men are dying so it's going to be like it's going to be a girl no as in the girls are obviously important they'll carry on the process of the coup but you're doing all this to find a male heir so the, 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 that, that was the conflict that i had in there as in you didn't need to do that you could have just done what you're doing but have a woman there nothing wrong with having a woman in charge right but um yeah all, all that was just fascinating to me yeah yeah, no, it it it, it was good, and, and if you're an anime person, I would definitely highly recommend it. Um, mm. Next up, something very quite loose. I I watched quite loosely. Um, just had it kind of on in the background. Is uh, Agent Elvis? Um, it's like a a wish version of Archer, I guess. However, <laughs> it's like a wish version. Yeah, Make but, a wish. but but the, the the cast the cast is pretty stacked. Matthew McConaughey is Elvis. Uh, Caitlin Olsen is CC Ryder. Priscilla Presley is Priscilla Presley. Johnny Knoxville is Bobby Ray. Tom Kenny is Scatter. Jason Manzoukas is Howard Hughes. Uh, Nisi, Nisi, Nisi Nash is Bertie. Um, oh, I'm just the guy that plays Rhodey. Don Cheadle is the commander. Um, Simon Pegg is, is Paul McCartney. Gary Cole is President Nixon. Like the 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 act the voice acting cast yet. Is generally pre-stacked, but mm. it doesn't it doesn't do it justice. Do you know what I mean? It's not Archer. Mm. Like it's not got the same quality level of jokes, uh, action, storytelling as Archer does. It is is one of those things that if you've got nothing to do and you need to have something on in the background while you're doing some ironing or or you know playing some game like doing some gaming, like it's it's worth the watch. But I'll give this a half chicken. Mm. Um. Next, um, the Outlaws. Um, this was a very funny movie. Me and Del watched it as almost a, a date night movie um, mm-hmm. last night. Um, it stars. Let me see if I can find it because I can't find it. Basically, the premise of this movie, yeah, is that a couple are about to get married. Um, the parents of the bride haven't been around in a long time they've like you know they weren't even meant to come to the wedding but eventually they you know make an appearance that they're gonna come to the wedding yeah and it turns out that the parents of the bride are actually these notorious bank robbers and, oh, um, it's just funny it's so it's got adam devine as owen browning uh nina dobrev Nina Dobrev as Parker, and she, in this movie, she looks like a young Monica from Friends. Like okay. she looks like Friends. Uh, she does Friends. She looks like Monica from from Friends. Uh, Prince, Prince bleh, Piers Brosnan and Ellen Birkin as the parents who are the bank robbers. Um, it also has uh, Richard Kind as the dad um, of Owen Browning. It's a fun, like totally not serious movie. Like, don't be expecting like a Mission Impossible crime thriller bank heist. 
but it's funny enough and it's definitely worth the watch alright then but it's a free piece so again if you get some time and you got you need something to watch in the background it's fairly quick actually I think it's maybe like an hour and a half um yeah check out the outlaws um, next up uh bird box barcelona um did you watch the original bird box with um why am i blanking on her name i can see her face but i can't say oh i'm um, sandra bullock yes thank you very much did you did you watch that one no i didn't get i didn't get a chance to i think the reason why i didn't get a chance to or didn't um, bother watching it is because at that time people used to take the piss out of bird box you know what i mean do you remember all the memes that were coming out from yeah, bird box yeah, as well yeah so i thought that our oh, movie's gonna be a joke film so i never got a chance to watch it but actually I, I do need to give her a chance um just to see for myself what it's all about yes you do i i i would definitely um watch bird box and then i would also check out bird box barcelona because it gives so obviously it's a different setting but it gives the pandemic slash alien invasion from a different perspective mm-hmm. and um it's even like in a sense a more sinister perspective so it's definitely worth checking out Okay. Unfortunately, Bird Box Barcelona wasn't as good as Bird Box. I'll give Bird Box Barcelona a half chicken. Um, without you, I don't want to spoil anything from it because I want you to see it, but I also want you to see the original, the the, the, the first one. Yeah. But basically, yeah. it's really good. Even though this one isn't as good, the concept and how they executed it and like mm-hmm. the emotional trauma that they tried to put you through is is really well done so um yeah bear box barcelona uh i haven't seen mission impossible yet i'll probably go see that tomorrow all right record of ragnarok season two so they dropped five episodes for season two and we mm-hmm. got buddha versus the seven judgments or whatever it was yeah um Record. I'm a massive fan of Record of Ragnarok, so I'm also a massive fan of the five episodes we got. It gets a whole chicken. The animation is mm. is, is fight is is fire. Um, the fight scenes are cool. Um, Buddha's a badass. Uh, oh, just just everything about Record of Ragnarok is amazing, and I would highly recommend anyone check it out. Um, so I don't think I have missed anything, almost in a sense, in terms of live action. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything that you've watched in the last like week and a half that I've missed out? Not, not anime. Yeah, so I took out a whole bunch of anime that I actually finished watching just because trying to trying to make my list as small as possible now, so I can actually focus on ones that I have seen. Um, one I'm going to mention. I'll, I'll stop my mention. My mentions. Mm-hmm. So one of them again, a long title is the most heretical last boss queen from villainous to savior. Um, this anime is about a high school girl who gets isekai'd via Troxan. Um, 
to a that, video game world, a, game, a world that she has um, that she has uh, simulated to. Mm-hmm. Um, in Japan, I don't know what it's called, but these sort of simulator games, like you have a date, like you have data simulators, yeah. you have other sort of simulators that aren't quite like um, games, like I don't know, say the Fallout series or uh, Skyrim. It's it's just very different. So rather it being an RPG, it's an actual simulator. So again, I've not played a simulator before, so I don't know exactly how they work. But um, um, I'm sure I'm sure our listeners out there know uh, or I've heard of at least uh, these dating simulators. Yeah. Um, this one isn't a dating simulator. Simulator. This is a simulator um, about uh, a, a game in which the character who this girl gets Isekai to be. Is actually someone who is who has super evil tendencies to a point where she was able to um, trick, um, I guess, her adopted brother into becoming her slave, uh, basically, oh, and also brought ruin to the country. So this girl has already played the game. She knows all the events are going to happen, and obviously, when she gets um, um, reborn as this, as this girl, mm-hmm. she's obviously distraught because she knows exactly who this girl is and what she does in the future to her people. Yeah. So now, it's of following the same path as the as this girl that this villainess did in the game. She's going off a new path where um, she's actually trying to do good. Um, and you know and basically we are taking on the journey of seeing how that unfolds um in the first episode when she gets um uh, isekai the staff are very tense around her mm-hmm. um eager to please her because they know that at any given moment she can Stop. cause trouble for them whether they get fired whether they get lynch uh, not, i would say lynch sorry <laughs> whether they get um um, imprisoned, killed, whatever the case is, she has the power to do that or to sway her father to do that. Yeah. Whereas in this case, um, she made a mistake and rather than blame it, she owned up to that mistake and, you know, said that, listen, I'm sorry for the way I've been, this, this, and this, and this. And now even the staff around her are starting to like her mm-hmm. and becoming very supportive of her, not by a sense of, of course, by a sense of duty, but also because she's a good person to work for <laughs> right yeah. now um so that's currently what she's that's currently what she's trying to do um and she knows that along the way there are going to be a whole heap of uh, troubles that she is going to have to try and rectify um in order to do the good thing um so right now i give it a a half chicken mm-hmm. um the reason i give a half chicken is because over the last two years i think isekais have been abundant um, so now it's trying to find an isekai where the stories aren't basically stories have to be more, more unique now I don't think you can have an isekai where the character goes to another world they get superpowers or they're this like gifted highly magical um, abilities and then they go around doing their own thing um, this one is nice in the sense that I don't think there's any magic well there is there is definitely magic in this this but it's, it's a different type of magic um i've seen everything yeah it's only the first episode um oh this is so this is but a, for the most part the bit this is a brand new one second this is a brand new one i thought you were gonna... it's a brand new one okay. it's a brand new one it's about two three weeks old now all right then i, I will... i'm only i'm only reading off the new stuff i'm, I'm only reading off the new, new stuff okay yeah so definitely definitely check it out um so so far half chicken 
Um, next one is called Am I Actually the Strongest? Um, so again, this is now three episodes in. Um, mm-hmm. So this story is about, again, it's another isekai where um, a businessman, uh, a salary man, um, he gets he's recently promoted. He's actually on the phone to um, to um, you know I think it's his wife or whoever it is. Um, well, I guess to friends telling them that they um, they've been promoted, and then what happens is that there's a robbery that he has no involvement in. The police tackle the burglar. The burglar has a gun, uh, shoots him. At, uh, well, shoots the gun, and the bullet accidentally to another world. In this other world. Um, He's born into nobility. However, his noble mark or his, uh, or his abilities are seen as what the weakest because they test out his uh, his manner. And it turns out he has got a lot of manner. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a manner of two, but it's so actually a manner of a hundred and two. They then basically pretend that you know he's dead and actually send him off to the to the forest to go die. Yeah. Um, Sorry, you've you've, you've, cut, you've cut out. Dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm not gonna ruin. I'm not gonna say it. you cut. You cut, bro. Well, you cut. You will sound like a robot earlier on. We both cut. To to you will sound like a like a robot earlier on. Um. So I'm I'm coming through fine now. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're fine yeah. now. Yeah. So I'm I'm actually the strongest. I've I've also watched the first two episodes of this one, and it's one of the animes I'm actually okay, cool. trying to stick um, with. All right, we're gonna have to do some small, 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 small editing. Um, I've changed my Wi-Fi to turn on my phone, so hopefully the internet is now a lot better. Um, but yeah, so I'm yeah. actually the strongest. I've watched two episodes of this one, mm-hmm. and I'm actually gonna try and stick with it. Perfect. Again. All right. Um, what I like about this character is that um, this character has one ability, which is to create um. I think it's voids. It's not. It's not necessarily it's voids, bar- it's barriers. but um, it's barriers. To, yeah. That's quite. That's it's barriers. He's able to create barriers, but using his barrier um, powers, he's actually able to do a lot of things. So, as a baby, he was actually able to manipulate vocal cords in order to talk to um, talk talk to a beast. Basically, just talk in general. Um, again, I want. I don't want to say too much to spoil it, but um, you can tell that this character's powers are varied even though the the barrier powers barrier powers for what he's done with them um showcase that actually he's um a very he's a very strong character and that's name suggest i'm actually am i actually the strongest um it appears that he actually is the strongest um another one that i've been watching is actually it's actually an old series that's now been um it's been Rebeat. picked up again is that, it's is, been is this yeah, Rooney Kenshin. Nice. Yeah, so actually, I remember watching Rooney Kenshin ages ago. I mean, I went through this period where I watched uh, every random anime that appealed to me. I think I went through a, a time where I was looking at um, Swordsmen, Swordsmasters, Martial Arts, and then um, Mecha, this, that, and the other. But along the way, I ran into Rooney Kenshin. Um, I think... I'm a, I can't remember how long the, the the old anime was. I don't know whether it was either before 2000 or just after 2000. But um, nevertheless, it stars or it, it centers around the titular character Kenshin, who is a Rooney or Ronin. Um, Kenshin has 
well, Kenji was called the Batosai. I think it was a thousand man Batosai. Um, and essentially, he was able to wipe out entire squads of samurai with his abilities. Um, what I like about this series is that, well, this this new series is that one, the touch up in animation is absolutely amazing. I like how crisp it is. Um, I like how modern it is. And also, it's not a, a like for like comparison with within scenes um actually they've redrawn scenes um mm -hmm. to add add more people in it to give it a different angle in it um i see series like naruto that have also done the same thing where they've touched up um or, or redone uh, um previous episodes to bring it forward into into the modern um modern way of doing animes yeah. um so this is this is this is great. This is a three piece already for me, just because nice. I've seen this already. I know the stories, I know the themes, uh, but also Kenshin. For people who are new to Roni Kenshin, Kenshin being a thousand uh, being the battle site uh, meant that he was one of the most wanted um, people in Japan, um, just just for his um, I guess cold heartedness and ability to be able to kill so many people um, so quickly. So he's turned over a new leaf, and. Although he sports his samurai sword, his samurai sword is actually a reverse blade, mm -hmm. um, which means that the curvature on the outside where the blade is, is actually very, very blunt. You can't kill anyone with it. Um, however, the other side of it is very sharp. So it goes with his philosophy that he doesn't want to kill anyone with that blade. Um, and also with that comes complications because there's some characters who be along the way who are absolute bosses and should die yet he spares them yeah. um and it's more because more story of is he going to be corruptible or corrupted into um um being the battersai again um but yeah totally loved the original Rooney kenshin um anime series or anime um i recommend this one especially because it's been touched up as well um Another, have you seen this one yet, Rooney Kenshin? No, that, that's not one of the ones I've managed to get around to just as of as of yet. Um, okay, I'm trying to watch all the episodes once, and then I'll probably only pick a handful, and then I'll just watch the handful. I think I'll do the same as you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll move on to the next ones I've seen. Mm -hmm. Um, one of them, which one of them that I think I I will genuinely like. It's called the gene of AI. Mm -hmm. um, the gene of AI is based in the future, where you have self-driving cars, um, you have um, androids or people with cybernetics. Um, I, I live alongside you know normal human beings. So in this world, you know people go about the their, their daily lives as normal. Uh, people have families, uh, so you know wife um wife husband kids etc um so this so the story centers around um the a doctor who treats both human patients and um ai patients so we're looking at people who are ais people who are um who have cybernetics etc uh, he treats them all the same. Um, so if they have any issues, then obviously he is willing to um, help them out. Um, usually not for a fee at all. So, oh, sorry. Sorry, with with, with a fee. So with this character, um, 
I come up. I flash and forget what his what his, uh, what his name is. Um, sorry, Doctor Sudo. That's it. Sudo. 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 Uh, okay. Yeah. So um, he treats um, well called uh, humanoids. That for for it's all it's all calling them androids or whatever. I'll call them humanoids. Um, yeah. He doesn't distinct. He doesn't distinct between whether you're human or whether you are uh, 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 sorry, human or humanoid. He will treat you all the same. So in the episode I watched, it's, it's had a family whose, um, well, the mum, the mother of the family had uh, had been upgraded, right? But um, uh, website, sorry. for example, I, right? I, I I disconnected for some strange reason. Okay, <laughs> so all right, so. Basically, um, the mother's software is upgraded, but it's upgraded uh, illegitimately, which leads to problems with her memory and also her motor neuron skills. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, this, this, the mother is uh, is a humanoid. So, um, it's actually it's actually a touching story because what happens is that um, in order to for her to function normally, right? Essentially, what they have to do is reboot her memory from or from the backed up data from a week ago. Um, the daughter is understanding, but she's very upset because she asked the question, are you even the same mother, even though you you would have forgotten a week? Nothing significant happens in this week, yeah. right? But it's just a week that that will, will be literally erased by memory. And because of that, the daughter's upset that the mum will not be the same mum. And it just raised a very uh, interesting sort of, sort of philosophical question. I think it's one that was also um, posed by... Um, um, uh, what was his name? Vision in Wonder Vision when you had the original uh, Vision and then you also had the White Vision and he they, they were talking about um, if you break down uh, a ship right piece by piece and then put it back together is it still the same ship that kind mm. of that kind of question yeah um, although it didn't go I mean that's that's what the scenario reminded me of um, I'm yet to see episode two there is episode two that's currently out but. Um, I just thought that it, it's you know if it's going to go down the road of asking these philosophical questions surrounding human humanity, these humanoids that are obviously cybernetic, very super advanced um, uh, bits of technology, um, you know, but they do have their own emotions. Um, they do react for the most part like a human being, like any human human would. So. Um, I think they will ask the question similar to like the ghost of the shell, if you will. Do you have a soul? Because do you, do 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 you have a soul? Because you you, you look alive. You you have your own personality. This that this that and the other, um, or are you just a piece of hardware? The, those those kind of questions. Um, so I I do recommend this one. I'm only episode in, so I can't say too much about um, any of the other themes surrounding surrounding this. But again, I think it's going to be an interesting one to watch. What, what was the um, title of that one again? The gene of AI. So gene, G E N E. The gene of AI. I've written that down, and that'll be one. Yeah, you can definitely one. tell that Nana was typing it down with old old man style. <laughs> 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 one one finger at a time. Lord. Um. So another one that I've watched, I think this will be the last one for uh for my current list is the Great Cleric. Um. This again is another isekai. <laughs> so um, you have a man from again from Japan. All these isekais I've spoken of so far from people up here from Japan, mm-hmm. where he gets transported into a new world, and with that, 
um he's been granted new abilities um so he could choose a multitude of skills to have um he has incredible luck um he has the ability to use um oh what was it to use i guess healer magic is what he chose for himself um because he thought to himself because i'm in new world i don't know what's going to happen to me i don't know what beasts are out here i'm going to be able to heal myself at least um similar to the i guess um uh kiaru or uh kiaragu from um um oh what's it that what's it anime it was an anime where you had um a healer who was basically abused and then he's oh, now redo healer. Secret redo healer. Redo, redo healer yeah, yeah. Uh, so so he has so he he is trained to have healing powers similar to kiaragu from or kiaragu company i can't remember how to his name yeah from um from redo healer the story is nothing like redo healer okay. but i'm just using the healing powers as an example of where of where see the potential of how uh, um the potential of his of his abilities basically um so in this world healers are highly sought after um and in a series as well, it goes through it, it goes through categories of how you how you train yourself. Do you, do you want to take out a student loan, which means that after after your four years, five years of uh, studying magic, you end up owing money they have to pay back, and that comes out of salary. Do you want to take a crash course in it, which means that you just go and do it straight away. Um, you try to do the technique as many times as you can within a day, and then you recover your magic, and you go again, recover your magic, and you go again. It's the cheapest way of doing it. At the same time, it makes you more fatigued. And the other way to do it was to work as uh, assistants in in uh, any, any sort of clerical place where you do a lot of work in the daytime. So you do like a nine to five, um, look after a shop or wherever it is they work in, and then in your space, time you then practice magic so he thought that the best thing to do was just try and do it as quickly as possible um and not be not sort of be tied down to anyone to help you learn your magic so he went for the first option um and you can see that his magic power has definitely increased okay um, after 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 just one day of doing it so um that's why that's why i'm up to so far um, so again, I'll give it a half chicken because I just I don't know where it's going. Um, I don't know how good it's going to be because there's a lot of anime I've seen previous seasons where um, it sort of well, but then became either just felt very generic or became just dull at the end. Um, so yes, yeah, so a half chicken for this one, and I think that brings us to the end of what I'm currently watching. Right, Over to you now to finish I, off. I, I'm just going to finish off real quickly. Uh, Jobless Reincarnation, season two is out. I've only won mm. one episode of that. Atelier, Riser, uh, Ever Darkness, and The Secret Hideout uh, is based off a video game. Um, the first episode uh, of that was like an hour long, which, you know, for anime to get like oh, f- 48 minutes long. So it's pretty much mm. episode one and episode two together. Uh, I give that one a half chicken. Um, Bleach season two um, is currently out. That's episode one and two so far. Uh, I'm giving that a free piece. I'm a massive fan. Of the fan Thousand of, Year Blood War, yeah? yeah? Of the Thousand Year Blood War. Um, massive Bleach fan, so I'm very happy that's back. Um, Ayaka, A-Y-A-K-A, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Um, it has A-Y-A-K-A, very, Ayaka. Yeah. It has very similar vibes to Bleach slash Shaman King. Um, 
I've watched two episodes of that. Uh, I give that a free piece. Um, I might be sticking on with that. Uh, obviously, you've talked about am I actually the strongest? Um, level one Mao to one room Yushu uh, episode one and two. Uh, this is a slightly etchy anime. Um, the demon lord gets defeated and says that he's going to come back reincarnated to defeat the hero that um, defeated him. He comes back in 10 years time and instead of the hero being like, you know, some super successful guy, he's like basically a bum now and he's like a, almost like a shut in and the demon's like, well, you're not really worth my time. Um, sweet reincarnation. Now, this is very good. This is a free piece. Um it's an isekai obviously but it's it's very similar in the vein of Jobless reincarnation other than that his motives in this world is that he um he was a sh- in the in the real world he was a a sweet maker and he died while making like an amazing um confectionery made that he had like turned into a dragon and it fell on top of him so in this new um world that he lives in he wants to you know brings sweets to this world um so that one is another one i'm watching mm-hmm. and the the one that is surprisingly really good and probably is the most stupidest of all of the ones of the new episode of the new anime that i've given the episode one a try and it's actually been was really funny and i'm probably gonna stick with it was reborn as a vendor machine so a guy is driving his motorbike down a mountain. Yeah, this one sounded so dumb. Oh, but it's so good. Though. Like it yes, it is very dumb. It's probably the premises is one of the most stupidest premises I think I've ever heard in all anime. However, however, so, so far it works. And I can see them allowing his vending machine to like be able to like provide items that give power-ups and stuff like that and power up his um, party so it looks like it has the potential to to go in a really good direction it, lo- it looks like it'll be really fun so i want to be sticking with that and then um, yeah that's you know a quick recap of everything we've kind of been up to in the last week and a half um we're also going to keep talking about secret invasion um mm-hmm. next week hopefully we would have both have watched kizai moto generation fire and give that uh the blurs last treatment and give you an honest review of that and um i will also be continuing my episode ones of some of the new anime that i've dropped this season so yeah that's right, us then. got through a shit ton of stuff um maybe some of the things that um, we review today. Martin might be able to, you know, give us his quick little viewpoints on it um, next week. Um, Mission Impossible. Sure. I'm gonna go see that Monday, and then we've got um, Barbie, and we've got Oppenheimer. So um, I'm definitely gonna be checking out both of those movies. I've been looking forward to both of them. Uh, as stupid as Barbie looks and sounds, um, I'm actually I wouldn't say excited is the word, but I'm very intrigued. To see this movie so um yeah well hopefully next week we'll be reviewing that for you um, me too my i think i think it's gonna be fun yes like i said uh, i think i said before it reminds me of legally legally blonde um in the sense of how it's going to go so mm. i just want to see what happens yes yes that sounds about right all right i shall let you go to bed because i know you had a very long and hard arduous american football match today 
um, and you it's also mm-hmm. a school night so thank you very much for joining me a little bit later than we normally do um, no yeah so without further ado Martin say bye to the people bye everyone catch you next time alright guys thanks for listening bye bye now